Welcome to the Prickly Couch podcast where three mujeres have real conversations. We'll share our stories and talk about wellness, familias, work, and everything in between in our experiences as Latina women. Welcome everybody to the Prickly Couch podcast. Today will be our first episode where we talk about who we are and what we hope to get out of the space. I am your host, Gabriela Hurtado, and I'm joined by Karen Limon and Josie Serrata. Hi y'all, so I am Gabriela Hurtado and I am originally from Mexico. I moved here um, to start college several years ago and I've been moving all over the country since then. Landed in Austin about five years ago and um, most of my family is still in Mexico. Um, and so I, I think one of the things that for me is important to get out of this space is to be able to have very open conversations about the different doubts and fears and maybe uh, clashes of the culture here versus being an immigrant in the United States. Um, I am a psychologist in the practice and, um, yeah, this is what I, what I do, what I enjoy. Um, and so I hope to bring that perspective, um, into, into the conversations that we have. Um, I'm married and I'm also, uh, about to be a first time mom. So that's been interesting during this times. We are recording this on September 9th of 2020. So we're in the midst of COVID-19 and the pandemic, um, and being at home. Um, so there's definitely different things that we'll talk about today and there are conversations that are relevant to, I think the challenges that will come up for, for all of us um, as individuals, but also in our, in our collective. Um, gracias, Gabby. So Karen, do you wanna go? You want me to go? I could, I could go, I'm ready. <laughs> Hello everyone, my name is Karen Limon. Um, Karen Lisette Limon, I've been using my middle name now. Um, I also came to Austin about five years ago. I came here to go to school, so I went to school at the University of Texas at Austin. I'm originally from Eagle Pass, Texas, and it's in the border, the Mexico-Texas border. Um, I was raised there. Um, I was born in San Antonio, but didn't really didn't really live there for, for much, anything at all, actually. Um, I am an aunt of six nieces. and something that I'm really proud of. I love my nieces so much. Um, um, I'm a daughter of two immigrants. My parents are from Piedras Negras, Mexico, which is the bordering town of Eagle Pass. Um, I lived in Eagle Pass all my life, but spent a lot of time there with my family in Piedras. So, uh, that, yeah. <laughs> um, what I hope to get out of this podcast, I think um, what I would like for it to develop into is a community of people who um, really want to not only share resources that we have and build that community, but find a place where they can find relatable information and just have a space for the people who 
um, also might be daughters of or sons of immigrants that may not feel like they're from here or from there. Um, and also to get different perspectives from different voices and from different experiences. So I hope that this podcast really brings that out and um, it, it be, it's also accessible to a lot of people and not to a certain group of people. Um, something else, a little bit more about me personally. Um, I think I'm a little, on the creative side, I like music. I love reading. I love painting, um, all those cool art stuff. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit about me. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't know that you loved to paint. I know. I do. That's cool. I, I don't do it often, but I really enjoy it. So, it yeah, I really enjoyed when we did it together last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for context, we had uh, a group activity with everybody in our practice last week uh, where we painted. Um, and we just hung out virtually because we obviously been working virtually for a long time and so we wanted to be able to connect and um yeah it just foster our connection so we started paying and it was chill it was good um yeah it was fun yeah, i actually have the painting right in front of me so. yeah, yeah, yeah i still have my i need to figure out where i'm going to put it gabby did you finish yours no <laughs> Gabby's is half I just, done. Yeah. um i needed to snack i'm pregnant <laughs> Uh, so I'm Josie, uh, Josie Serrata. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Um, so a little bit about me. I am from San Antonio. I was actually born in Houston, but raised in, in uh, San Antonio. Um, so uh, South Texas. And I have been um, in Austin for nine years now, which is crazy. Um, so I moved here um, for clinical internship have been here since. Um, and before that, I was in Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out to Atlanta, which I love. <laughs> so um, I am actually um, a daughter of an immigrant as well. My, my um, father is an immigrant from Panama. Um, so I am a Panamanian and Chicana. So I grew up, um, growing up in San Antonio, most people didn't know I was Panamanian um, until they saw my black dad who was speaking Spanish. So they'd be like, wait, who is this black man who is, and how does he know such good Spanish? Uh, so it would just freak, you know, freak people out. And then I'm so herida, I'm light complected. So everyone was just so fucking confused. <laughs> so most growing up, people didn't know I was Panamanian. Um, they just, you know, assumed I was Mexicana. Um, and so I claim my Chicana, Mexicana, American, you know, Mexican American identity pretty probably because of where I come from, San Antonio. Um, it was really important for us um, growing up in the inner city to, to hold on to that identity and see it as a, something to be proud of and mm -hmm. um, not ashamed of. So I, I've always carried that um, with me. But um, I do have that different flavor of um, intersecting Latinx identities, right? Latina, Latino, Latinx, which we'll probably have a conversation about those terms yep. <laughs> episode. Um, but yeah, so um, I am a mom of uh, two little boys. Um, they are seven and four, Lupito and Santi, um, and they're amazing. 
Um, and so we have all been in quarantine together though. So some days I don't feel like they're so amazing. <laughs> um, especially this week, because we started school and that's been rough. There are a couple, couple of rough days and it rained, it's been raining. So then they're stuck inside. So if at any point you hear them screaming in the background, that is what's happening. They're fine. No one's torturing them. It's just been a long day and it's like their bedtime right now. So they start to rage at the end of the night. Um, so I'm excited about this space because I think um, I'm looking to have a space to talk about, um, you know, our different intersecting identities, right? The complexity of the Latina, Latino, Latinx identity. Um, I think um, it's it, it's a place just to connect. And I, I find myself listening to a lot more podcasts since we're in quarantine. Like that's my my way to to just, you know, check out here and there and like do some self-care, actually listen to, to some things that are entertaining. So um, I'm excited to create this space and and with you, two amazing people. Um, and I'm excited to see kind of what kind of conversations and topics we cover and where it takes us. Um, I think it is important to have a space that is critical. Um, I think right now in the times um, that we're living, right, where we have the pandemic, we have the layering of traumas, right? We have the pandemic, we have um, the movement um, that has been happening in our uh, black communities, right? Um, the black, Live, black Lives Matter movement that has been going on for years, but now is like sparking interest of some folks, right? Um, and I think it's important for us to have a space where we can um, talk about these um, topics, these really important critical topics. So um, I happen to be a psychologist, um, a clinical and community psychologist. So uh, always bringing that angle of like systems lens and what's going on in context is really important for me. So I'm excited about us talking about these things and with from that critical lens and then bringing in folks that we know from our networks, people who might not know um, and hear from them too. So we'll see where this goes. Yeah, and I think that we we talked to about sharing, you know, not only um, about the things that are happening, right, in, in our stories, but also what are the different points of view that we might have and what are some of the common things that we see in the work that we do, but also with our familias, with our friends, with the community in general, and bring up a lot of those topics that are relevant to to that experience and maybe talk about how we might perceive them differently, how you know, how we might cope with things differently and, you know, uh, also provide some resources, but really having, yeah, just open conversations that are authentic and that um, can help us, as you both have said, right, carve that space for our collective. We lost you for a second. Oh, okay. You're, back. You're good. We heard that. <laughs> we got it. No, okay. <laughs> the collective. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know, yeah. when I, uh, it just reminded me when I graduated from my master's program, that was, a, I did one of the, it was like the brown ceremony where all the brown kids graduated, right? They had our own private ceremony. It was beautiful. Um, but one of our shirts, I wish I still had it. I'm sure I have it somewhere. was like for familia, la comunidad. And there was a third one, la raza. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, I think for me, that's important for everything that we do, 
right? Mm -hmm. It's that we're doing it to uplift our communities, to talk about, yeah, like challenging stuff, um, but um, it's all in an embrace of love because we love our communities, because we love, um, you know, what we do. We're, we're mm -hmm. hoping to have spaces where we challenge, maybe we ch have some challenging conversations and challenge folks to grow, um, how we can grow ourselves, right? And, and it all comes from a place of like uplifting right. um, and liberation. Like I, I soundly believe that like, because of my own process of going through a process of unlearning a bunch of, um, awful shit that I was told about my community. I was told about myself, right? Growing up in this country, um, the, the things that are handed down to you are just cray cray. <laughs> so mm -hmm. having to undo so much of that and have these conversations have been so important for me in my own development as a now a Latina mom. Right now I'm, I'm entering getting close to my 40s. Um, I won't tell you when that's going to happen. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but I think, yeah, I think like this could be a space where mm -hmm. we can have those conversations with love, you know, and, and support all with, with the notion and the undercurrent being that we're, we're uplifting, right? Our familia, mm -hmm. la comunidad, la raza. Yeah, and I think promoting that healing too. And with that too, um, one thing that we didn't mention is that the three of us are bilingual and bicultural, right? Um, and so there will be conversations where we might be switching from Spanish to English to Spanglish to anything in between. Um, so just to give you all a heads up, <laughs> that that might yes, be coming. That will be happening. And I will we'll try to remember to, or maybe not. No, we don't have to translate. We'll just, you can just, we'll just put some of the words in the, in the little, in the description. <laughs> yeah and there will be you know resources and things that we post um on our website and on our social media to be able to support the conversations that we we have in case people are, are curious um all right y'all well i was wondering real quick if we should do like a round of just like topics off the top of our head that people can expect that we'd be interested in exploring Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking like topics for me would be around parenting and doing white supremacy and doing internalized racism, um, mm -hmm. um, undoing internalized white supremacy and doing mm -hmm. capitalism and doing patriarchy and oppression, all the things, right, that we're um, actively like having those critical conversations and bringing like gente in that can have those um, supportive, you know, just hear from them, what they have to share about their own intersecting identities. And um, we know some amazing do people doing some really cool work. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking of like having people around, um, I know uh, abolition is a big um, topic that folks are starting to be like, hmm. You know, what has the Black community been saying for a few decades around, um, you know, maybe putting so much into or investing into our place, right? Like people are like starting so we can have folks on here that we know that are doing that work, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, racial justice, racial healing work, um, um, restorative justice practices. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, it. Healing, hearing from other mamas, healing from pregnant people, how yeah. to support them, um, hearing from our trans community, um, our trans brothers and sisters um, in our community. Yeah. So 
I think those are the kind of things that I'm like, yeah, cool, cool, let's do that. That'd be, for me, like that's where it would be really exciting to have those conversations. Yeah, I think for me, you know, we'll be around like body image and eating disorders and how those show up in our community. Um, not necessarily talking from like the clinical perspective alone, because I think we have a ton of content on our social media and resources out there for that, but talking about what are the different ways that that impacts us, right? What are the different ways in which trauma has impacted our families and the way that we connect with each other and the way that we can um, be and take space and take charge of, of our lives. Um, I definitely want to talk about the immigrant experience in the U.S. and the transition um, in, in how to navigate those two cultures um, without, you know, thinking about acculturation. Um, that's a pet peeve of mine. Um, but really talking about integration of those two different and intersecting identities. Um, and also how is it, you know, the different layers of the immigrant experience? Because a lot of people talk about being an immigrant with, you know, their whole family being here. Um, I know for me, that's not a reality. I, I moved here by myself and start my own family here. And that's a completely different ball game. And I think there's, um, you know, different challenges that come up from different people. Um, and so talking about that and the immigration process in this uh, climate right now and what it feels like to to be an immigrant and going through that process, um, you know, logistically as well, um, as well as talking to our undocumented and undocumented communities um, and talking about what their experiences are and what are some of the different challenges and things that we know are, are coming. Um, yeah, I think those are the, the topics at the top of my head um, that I would, I would like to talk about a little bit more. I think for me, um, Josie, you said something that has stuck with me for since the time we've been here. You said something about unlearning some of the things that we learned as we were growing up. And um, for me, it has been, I don't know, I can't really compare my progress to somebody else because I haven't had those spaces where I have learned from others or how to do that unlearning. So for, for example, in my personal experience, I would come to school. So I would come to school in a very white place and then um, be in that environment around those people and, um, and under those circumstances. And then I would go back home and then be with my family. So it was a very, those situations were very, um, like the contrast was very noticeable and my identity was, I was one person when I was in Austin and then I had to be another person when I was back home. And so I didn't have a lot of modeling of what it means to unlearn these things because I was learning. It was just like an identity crisis. Yeah. So something that I hope to talk about in this podcast is how we can build those networks between our communities so we can learn from each other on how to do that unlearning because I couldn't learn how to do that unlearning at home because I was I was being taught that and then I would come back to Austin and I wouldn't even be paying attention to that because I would try to be focusing on fitting in and going through this system that I needed to go through in order to succeed and be financially stable so struggling those two different identities and how 
to unlearn and what is what does it even mean to unlearn and what are we unlearning and what are we keeping i think that is something that um I want to get out of this podcast and get more insight from other people and their experiences. Cousin, I think you bring a really good point about code switching, right? And what the impact that that does to us and how we have to negotiate that in our professional identities, especially, um, you know, when we have been in primarily white institutions um, and, you know, going from high school directly to college and jumping into those institutions, that's what you know. Um, mm -hmm. And also what you have to do to survive. And so I think, um, you know, healing from that, you know, whole process and, and undoing um, and also knowing what are some of the pieces that we need to keep in order to survive if we're going to go to grad school or we're going to go to, you know, some of these environments that will have some of those toxic traits in yeah. them. We'll have, a couple, we'll have a couple yeah. sessions. Yeah, I think I'm going to school. Also, the immigrant experience, as I guess somebody who has gone through these systems and I have family members who have not, how to communicate that and just communicate that, hey, I'm still, I'm still got in. I still value our culture. I still love my culture. So how do I communicate with that when I'm doing things that I'm learning at another institution that are hurting my family members or, or making them seem like I'm getting distant? And, and I think those are important conversations to have. And I would like to learn about others' experiences and how they were able to manage that or just any insights that they have would be interesting. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, so yeah. it's so um, nuanced, I think, to the immigration experience, to the identity, you know, being, um, you being from a border town, right? Like, all oh, those, and that's like what we talk about when we have all these different identities that show up and how they play out in different ways and different environments, right? Um, how do you develop biculturalism? how do you manage code switching, right? All of those things um, will be important topics for us to talk about. For sure. So thank you y'all for joining us. Um, this was our intro episode just to give you a sense of the things that are important to us that we hope to build within the space and also give you a little bit of a taste of who we are. We'll keep talking. And I know that today we didn't get to talk even about how we met each other, uh, how we ended up with this space, but we'll continue to have those conversations. Um, you can check out our social media at Brickley Pair Therapy, both on Twitter and Instagram, um, at BrickleyPairTherapy.com, our website. Um, and always reach out through, through there if you have any topics or ideas, questions that might be helpful for us to address. Um, in this in this space so thank you y'all and we'll see you next time